0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemeil, Schlamazzle, Haasen Pfeffer Incorporated. We're
1: It's the Smokin' Hot Todd with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy.
0: Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Smokin' Hot Podcast. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got another great episode coming your way. We've not had a new regular episode in exactly one month. That's right. We have not had a new regular episode since Valentine's Day. We had a very special live game edition episode of the podcast last week, which was awesome because we did We Sports live via Periscope, and of course, all future live episodes of the Smoking Hot Podcast will either be on Periscope, Facebook Live, or possibly Instagram Live, maybe YouTube Live. We're just going to be all over the spectrum. Uh, hopefully, we can get onto Facebook Live the next go around. So we, we we've got it all. We got all kinds of different things. Coming up, you're not going to want to miss out. There's going to be a lot of fun live episodes coming up in the future, so make sure you stay tuned into the hot toddy uh, social media pages and, of course, right here to the Smoking Hot Podcast. I'll tell you everything you need to know, so don't even worry about it. But all you got to do is just tune in, it's just as simple as that. So, we'll have some more special live episodes in the future. But this week, we have a very, very special episode. I was really excited about this episode. I really didn't know what we were going to do until about the end of last week and toward end of the weekend. Uh, I got a, an Instagram message from a very, very talented comedian named Bridget Martin. She's a regional comedian. Uh, she used to live here in Knoxville, and uh, I learned some fascinating facts about her, facts that I knew and and had forgotten about. And uh, she filled me in on that. So you're going to learn a lot about her. No spoilers, but you'll, you'll learn a lot but anyway she's a regional comedian she is very talented and very funny she messaged me over the weekend and said why don't we get together and and just talk and have fun and I was like you know what let's do that because I want to learn all about her and what was going on in her world Bridget Martin is on our show this week you're going to learn all about her like I said she is hilarious and if you've never seen her live you need to go check her out I haven't even seen her live and I need to go check her out even I'm behind on this but you're going to love her believe me and she's coming up in this episode now uh, the the interview was about a half hour long, but per use here on the Smoking Hot podcast, we've chopped up the interview in a different segment. So we'll have some of the interview, we'll move on to something else, then we'll come back to the interview, so on and so forth. You know how it works. So don't think you've missed anything. You've got the whole thing in here. But if you're going to listen to it, you got to listen to it till the end. It's as simple as that. So we'll get to Bridget here. She's coming up as well as a whole slew of wackiness, including an all new Ollie report. Where we interview somebody who's making headlines right now. You're not going to miss it. Stay tuned. It's all coming your way on this week's episode of The Smoking Hot Podcast. You're listening
1: to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts The Smoking Hot Podcast.
2: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
0: So comedy, that is kind of the life source of the Smokin' Hot Todd cast, and so that's why it's always nice to actually speak to someone who actually does it. Yeah. And not just you know, amateurly does stupid crap for an hour or so like I do and what everybody on the show does. So that's why I'm excited to have Bridget Martin here with me today. She is a local comedian, more regional comedian. She does this, that, and the other thing all over the area, and it's an honor to have you here. Thank you for joining me today.
3: Thank you for having me. I'm excited. You
0: are more than welcome. Now, uh, the way I found out about you is I started following you on Instagram, Yes. and your posts always keep me entertained, always make me laugh, and I started noticing that you do stand-up mm-hmm. and you just go around the area, and then it really got me interested into the work you do, and that's why I was excited when we started talking. It's like, absolutely, I want yeah. you on this show so we could talk about some of the things you do. What kind of stand-up do you do? What's what's kind of your angle?
3: I refer to myself as the uh, dirty bird uh, okay. of Chattanooga comedy. Right. Um, it's pretty, It's pretty. I'm a foul broad. Okay. I'll be honest, I'm All a right. foul broad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a lot of relationship humor. Humor, dating, and um, just things that are personal to me—just right. life experience that I've had—and
0: that—and that's kind of the best comedy to do. It's yeah, it's, yeah. The more the more personal, the funnier it is. Yeah, you got
3: to write what you know.
0: Exactly, that's exactly what you got to do. How long you been doing it?
3: I've been doing it on and off for five years, but uh, in the past two, I've started taking it seriously. Taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. And you told me
0: right before we started recording that you've actually taken a part-time role from from your previous full-time roles, so you yes. can do this more often.
3: Yeah, I'm actually like currently making the most money I've ever made in my entire life. Nice. Being a retail manager. Right. But it's not, it's not fulfilling to it's me. not what you
0: want to do. So
3: I'm stepping down to a part-time position and I'm going to go on the road and try and sling my, my jokes.
0: What, what kind of, what, what sort of, some of the major cities that you've been a part of?
3: Um, I've performed in Atlanta. I've been to Asheville. I've been, uh, Huntsville, which I saw you're from Huntsville.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, not Alabama. I'm, oh. I'm from Huntsville, Tennessee, oh. which is much smaller than Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Yeah, it's a small town an hour north from here. So, oh, um, I
3: completely misread that.
0: Now, born and <laughs> born and bred East Tennessean, okay. uh, but um, but yeah, actually, I've always wanted to go to Huntsville, Alabama. Cause it's a I, cool town. I know a lot of people that've been there say so it's a really fun city yeah. to be a part of.
3: I was just in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, and which is a really cool town mm-hmm. love going there
0: yeah um, I know some people from Columbia too yeah. and uh, it, it's it's sort of got, it's sort of like Knoxville it has that small town feel but it has yes. a, a sort of like the big city fun too at the same yeah. time yeah. yeah it's
3: very walkable downtown a lot of things to do and yeah a lot of food to
0: eat oh then that's not a bad thing <laughs> I'm fine with that at, at any time uh, who are your some of your influences
3: um I'd say uh probably April Macy. Mhm. Um not sure if you're familiar but I've heard of her. Yeah. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. she so, she was like voted h- hottest funniest chick on Howard Stern years and years ago and mm-hmm. um she inspires me a lot because she she gets up there and she just you know she does the dirty comic thing with no apologies exactly that's what you know that's who she is Mm -hmm. Um, I love Carl LeBove he was uh, an original outlaw comedy Uh, I used to tour with Sam Kinison and I enjoy his energy on stage and he does a lot of storytelling which I don't do a whole lot of storytelling Uh, my stories
0: are just gross (laughs) (laughs) gross <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> how, how are they gross exactly I,
3: don't, I get well I don't it's weird because the I've been told twice in the past month that my comedy's gross um, but I think it's just because I just I'm no holds barred yeah I just I just go I'm, I'm just gonna say whatever you let
0: it out there And, yeah, that's, and the, if, that's the best type of comedy yeah
3: if you don't like it well I mean you know
0: you didn't have to come sorry that's, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's your own problem um, what made you want to do stand up
3: I actually used to run a comedy club.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
3: I did that for 12 years and it was here in Knoxville.
0: Wait, uh, um, Side Splitters? Yes. You ran Side Splitters. I did.
3: Oh my God. I did. Um, and I did that for a very long time. Yeah. I came from Tampa, Florida, which mm-hmm. is where the original location was. Right. Uh, and I worked there and then I came here to open this one. And then when it closed down, I didn't want to go back to Florida. So I stopped working for this club. And uh, after I left, I still, like, wanted to be involved in comedy. Mm -hmm. And I just, I used to write jokes for my ex-husband, but he didn't really think they were funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, his loss. Yeah.
3: So I just, you know, it was just something I'm like, you know what? I've never gotten on stage before after being in the industry for 12 years. Yeah you know what's the worst that can happen
0: exactly went for the gold and
3: it's addictive right yeah
0: what if if i may ask why what happened to side splitters why did it close down
3: side splitters closed down because it wasn't the business plan was not profitable for this area Mm. um in tampa florida that club's been open for over god i think like 25 years now 20 27 years so it's got longevity it's Mm -hmm. in florida it's a huge population there so um and it's in a where it's located is really good they get a lot of walk-up traffic and so they took that same business model and applied it here in Knoxville but with a terrible location. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: in front of a hospital, not yeah. exactly a feel-good area. Yeah, and
3: mm-hmm. then like the hotel next door, well, motel next door was yeah. not It was not the most savory of people.
0: No, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been in that area, that particular hotel, and yeah, yeah. it's not the best spot. The no. closest mm-hmm. restaurant was a
3: Cracker Barrel, yeah. you know, so yeah. it, did, it didn't really scream comedy club, you know, it was just, it wasn't a good location. And then the money part, like this, uh, this particular area, just the money isn't there as far as what... They anticipated making based on their numbers in Tampa right people in Tampa just they spend more money they do it's a it's a yeah. big city so mm-hmm. they're used to spending 40 50 bucks on a night out and in Knoxville that's just not it's just not how it operates
0: everybody knows Tampa not everybody knows Knoxville right and so and that yeah that kind of plays a major role yeah in so sure. there was
3: just it was just a lot of financial and and the person who put forth the money for all of it just wasn't interested in in keeping it Continue, going anymore yeah. hot toddy
4: Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy.
1: You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Cast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good.
5: Hey, does this suit make me look fat?
2: No, no, no. Your face does. I got hugged by a homeless person, She Really? Yeah. He told me, and I was like, she has to be here tonight for
0: this.
6: Really? Yeah. Now, here oh we my are. goodness, please share.
2: Now here we are. I don't, I don't really know if there's much to tell. Just... I had a piece of pie. I was getting off work. I had a piece of pie. <laughs> That's a good, I had a piece of pie. Great start. Here we go. A to-go bag. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and he was approaching me. I'm like, oh, no. He's <laughs> going to ask. I mean, it was cold, I too. Can't. No, he, it was cold. And I'm like, he's going to ask me for my food. And I don't want to give up my piece of
0: pie. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <And>, uh, uh,
2: <laughs> I used to be such a nicer person. I know. Because yeah. I would have given it up willingly was like,
6: where can I hide my pie? Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't touch my pie.
2: He's well. He was like, hey, are you gonna throw that away? I'm like, no, I'm gonna take it home and eat it. And he's like, hey, I'm hungry. And I was just like, you can have it. <laughs> Damn it all. And I, I don't, I don't want to like downplay the moment because he was about to cry, really. But uh. I kind of, I flash back to that, that first um, encounter with a homeless person. <laughs> Because he leaned in to hug me. I'm like, are you covered in poo something? <laughs> like, is, there, is, there, is there poo on you I'm not seeing right now? So I'd, where's the poo? Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Where's
0: the poo? Instead of where's the beef.
2: Yeah. That's that's essentially what that moment was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the good the good news is he was He's I kinda coolest? gave him like a
2: pat I kinda yeah. I kinda gave him like a pat hug though. <laughs> Did he smell? Like a pat at his shoulder. Yeah, no, it, he didn't smell. Really? It was very cold though. It's yeah, that's uh, yeah,
0: fair. Smell yeah. doesn't really linger in the cold like it does in the heat. Yeah. It yeah. W- not like I
6: wouldn't that, have let them in my personal space. Not
0: yeah. like that
2: warm June day. Po- yeah, yeah the,
0: no the warm August day where Yeah, my
2: last uh um We'll call it an episode. Whatever. Oh, that <laughs> happened
0: in June.
2: That happened in June of the year. I remember the s- the sun shining and me in short sleeves. Oh gosh. And you got hugged by Pooh. <laughs> no, I didn't get hugged.
0: He uh, shook Pooh. Shook hey, by Pooh hands. Pooh hands. That's right. Pooh, and then you ran away.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's Sheila. That's, Sheila. That's,
6: that would definitely <laughs> be my reaction. I do. Pooh ha-
2: hands run.
6: Since that story, I now find when I do see like the obviously um, homeless. <laughs> I do start looking at
2: them. The the obviously poo. The, homeless. The, the pood.
0: <laughs> when you see the pooed?
6: Yeah, like, no, I like I start looking, like, that's the, having heard his story, that's now what I look for right away.
0: Okay. That's, like, un- that's understandable. It's
2: like a big stain.
6: Just to see if they have poo on them somewhere.
0: It's <laughs> fine. That's, everything's fine.
2: That is I kind of wonder what happened to that guy, because, I mean, you can't just walk down a city street <laughs> covered in poo. <laughs> yes, but he can. was But he was doing Hold it. Hold my beer. But he was doing it.
6: Yeah, it's not illegal to walk. <laughs> <down the trail. laughs>
2: no, but nope. I mean, and he he kind of <laughs> didn't look like he knew where he was either. So I'm sort of wondering, and just calling attention to himself like that, I wonder if he kind of like attracted a police presence eventually. But I didn't wait around to I didn't wait around to find yeah, out.
0: Right, wait around to see if, if Pooh calls trouble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I was late for work. <laughs> I just don't. Poo. I'm Drink your Uber. cranberry juice, kids.
6: <laughs> and water. Gosh. <laughs>
2: cranberry juice is good too. It's but, a diuretic.
6: Yeah, but at the same time, water.
2: Yeah, water, <laughs> but mo- mostly water. But cranberry juice is yeah, acceptable.
6: Yeah, like, like yeah, a, a little bit of cranberry juice, and you can even do like the cranberry grape juice.
2: Exactly.
0: I'm broken.
6: And I'm then okay. the water.
2: Are you okay, Todd? Uh, I'm just saying.
0: Anything. <laughs> your friends told you, your family told you, doctor told you. <laughs> Random people on the street. Random people people on the street.
7: Drink water. (laughs) (laughs) Drink
2: water with your pie. (laughs) (laughs) I, I still regret letting go of that piece of pie.
0: Wait a minute. I missed that. You gave it to him?
2: Yes, I gave it to oh, him. Oh,
0: Jesus. I missed that. Really? No. He, was, he gave the pie to the dude. Yeah. Oh, you suck. And that's why he got the hug. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. why I got the hug. Oh, wait. That's yeah, right. I, d-
2: yeah. I didn't I didn't deny him a piece of pie, and he's like, thank you so much. Just give <laughs> him and started hugging me. No, that's not how homelessness works.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him to drink water? I think that should be your goodbye to everyone. <laughs> drink water. Stay drink, hydrated. Drink,
2: drink your water. I didn't.
0: I denied him pie, and he gave me. No, that's not how homeless works.
2: (laughs) That's that's not how homeless works.
6: I just love that the homeless people want to touch you, and you let them. I just don't understand.
2: Oh God! I couldn't just tell him he's homeless. I Uh, could say uh, he was. He was. was, I really hate to tell a story like this because he was about to cry because I gave him something <laughs> something to eat and Todd's just giggling like a
0: well you've you you've like gave, a small child you gave it. us gems tonight and you know it, and that's why I'm laughing so hard <laughs> I'll take that oh i I'll, I'll remember that forever. your friends have told you your family's told you your doctors told you random people on the street have
7: told <laughs> the internet's still the internet.
2: There is a consensus like, about drinking no. water. it's yeah. good for you. It's pretty
0: well known. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's like I guess that like that's not even like a global warming anti-vaxxer type thing. No, right?
2: that's
0: a real deal. Like the like the everyone earnest,
6: universally is yeah. like, yeah, water's good to drink. Yeah,
2: yeah, even the fossil fuel apologists are like, yeah, you should totally drink water. <laughs>
6: exactly.
2: You should do
0: that. It's you do it sometimes. It's great. It's great. Just that's not that. how homeless works though.
1: Yeah. So. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the smoke it Hot Toddcast.
0: The has got some huge talent that yes. came through here. I remember some of the people that came through. I mean, because especially with, because uh, you're meeting with Frank Murphy, my, uh, my colleague here ah, at WNOX, uh-huh. and I know that he used to do the comedy couch when we first... Uh, yeah, launched NOX, gosh, six years ago now, and Gilbert Godfrey stopped by Tim Meadows. Did you do the filming by,
3: for it? Did you set up the? I did some
0: of it. Yeah, okay. sometimes I, I did. I, okay, mm-hmm. then I think
3: I remember. Yeah,
0: I did some of it. I know I did Tom Arnold. I was mm. there for Cletus T. Judd. I mean, yes. just so many people, and that was just from that year. And there were so many people because I I went to Side Splitters a number of times, and I know I saw pictures from, from Ray Romano was yeah. there. So who else? Some some of the talent that was there. Oh
3: man, and a lot of the pictures that you saw at the Knoxville location came from Tampa. From Tampa, okay. So when it first opened, I mean Larry the Cable Guy mm-hmm. played there before he was even Larry the Cable wow. Guy. Wow. Um and they, I mean they had some Andrew Dice Clay played in that club, wow. which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Lisa Lampanelli before she hit it big. Right. Um, they kind of they've had everybody either on their way up or on their way down. Yeah. All of the people from Blue Collar Comedy have performed there at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Holly Shore right. came multiple times. Um I've just met so, so many, like, comedy icons, mm-hmm. um, and it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that must have been an incredible experience oh, just, yeah. just to see those people just walk in the front door, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden. That had to have been just incredible and just, like, oh, breathtaking yeah. type situation. Yeah, I mean, I've just,
3: I've met some people who've done some really incredible things. Right. And, um, you know, and just to watch uh, people fawn over them. Right. Because people pay upwards of $20, $25 a ticket to oh, see uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Mm-hmm. And even if they didn't like his comedy, at least they got their picture taken. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and how often do you get to say, I met Gilbert Godfrey? Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. And my generation knows him as Iago from Aladdin. Exactly. So it's like but that alone. One of my, uh, he doesn't work here anymore, but one, I mean, somebody used to work here actually took his video cassette. Copy of Aladdin oh and had goodness. Gilbert <laughs> sign it for him when he was there. I remember. And awesome. He still has the picture. Still crack, cracks me. Every t- it cracks me up every time I and see it. And he'll hold
3: on to that forever. That's forever. That's know? a thing. Yeah. And so that's that's what I enjoy the most about comedy is it's an experience. Exactly. And it's something that you know, depending on who you go to see, it's going to be something you remember for the rest
0: of your life. Absolutely. So, yeah.
3: And I love being able to take a part in that um, on and off stage. It's mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Do you ever think maybe in the in the future you might ever try to do that again? Bring it back to Knoxville.
3: Uh, I I mean, I think that there is definitely room for a comedy club in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. I've 100% believed that, and I believed it um, up until the day that place closed. Uh, I think that definitely location has to be better. Downtown, yeah. like Market's, yeah. Market Square mm-hmm. would be perfect. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a matter of just making sure the money's right and that you attack it pr- appropriately. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it needs to be marketed very specific way. And you, unfortunately, you just can't take that big city Tampa and just transplant it in Knoxville. It's impossible. It, it doesn't yeah. work that way. That's yeah. it's. This the culture here is completely different, mm. and it was. I mean, that was hard when I moved here. Yeah. And I, now I've lived in Tennessee for ten
0: years. Wow.
3: Which blows my mind every time I say it. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a, a culture shock when I got here. I can
0: imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. C- if you're if you don't grow up with it, you're not. You'll you'll never like, fully get used to it. No, you not won't. at all. Mm-hmm.
3: But now I have a way better understanding than, you know, some big city girl, city slicker <laughs> yeah. coming into the country, you know. That's right, yeah. Trying to tell these people how much money they're going to pay. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, like. But I, I think Knoxville could definitely support they a do full-time it. comedy club. It,
0: it can happen yeah. one day. Well, uh, a few months ago, I was going I was going through your Instagram and I saw that you opened up for April Richardson Yeah. a few months back. Now, if you don't know her, she's also a stand-up comedian. She's been on Chelsea Lately at Midnight and one of my favorite shows because I'm a huge watcher of True TV, uh, oh, almost, okay. uh, uh, almost Genius, which was a hilarious show. What was that like opening up for her?
3: She, um, very down to earth mm-hmm. and which, you know, and a lot of these people are. Mm-hmm. They're very down to earth. They're not, you know, I've met, you know, I've dealt with the, the egos and stuff sure. like that but for the most part they're just like normal people and you know she sat in the back and watched the show right. um i was trying to discern whether or not i could hear her laughing at yeah. any of my stuff um <laughs> <laughs> but i couldn't tell um but it was really cool I, I i really have i do get to meet some awesome people and interesting people um and even lately, I'm still, you know, meeting those people. But yeah she was really awesome, and I'm glad uh, I saw that she moved recently.
0: Where did she move Overseas,
3: to? I think she moved to England. Oh, that's right. Because she yeah. has uh, the the boo thing. The
0: boo thing. Yeah. That's right. I did see that, and so. I've been seeing some of her uh, British pictures here lately. Yeah. she seems to be enjoying it. She there. is a
3: funny, funny woman. She is
0: very funny, like I said, almost genius. Did you ever watch that show on TV? I have not TV? seen that. No. It is. It's really funny. It's it's a clip show, but okay. I mean her, you know, input on it. Was always so good, and, and you know she just it. True TV is one of those channels that implement really talented comedians. They may not have a lot to do on the shows that they do, but they bring them there because mm-hmm. they they know that they can implement this just the slightest bit of comedy that they need for yeah. that stuff to make it a, a good show. And that's why it was it was she was really great on that. So I, I was like, ah, oh, that's she, awesome. she opened up for her. I yeah. Love her.
3: And now random thoughts by Hot Toddy.
0: You know, we never did catch Jack the Ripper. He could be anywhere.
3: And that was Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy.
1: The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report
0: hello there and welcome to the ollie report i'm hot toddy we have a very very special report for you this week i'm not sure how we were able to do this how we were able to get him here but we have managed it and ollie is sitting with him right now ladies and gentlemen here now giving his second interview about the allegations against him is singer-songwriter r kelly ollie take it away sir
7: Thank you, Hi, Toddy. Hello, Robert. Thank you for being here. Now, I I want this to be more of a revealing interview. To learn more about you, Robert, I'm not looking to hurt you in any way. I'm not looking to expose you in any way, or to try to frame you in any form whatsoever. So please, feel free to be as honest as you want to be. Station! Now, my first question for you is, Simply, what excites you the most? Little girls trapped in the basement, helicopters over my house, a cult. Uh Uh-huh. What can you say right now that will make you sound like an old-ass man? I've been
5: hearing things and, you know, and seeing things on the blogs.
7: Yeah, blogs, blogs, those are still relevant. Have you done anything wrong?
5: Lots of things wrong. Like what? Handcuffing people, starving people.
7: Wow. What's your real name? Lucifer. I believe it. Let me ask you this. If you could be one of your alleged victims, what would you say?
5: R. Kelly did this to me.
7: Hashtag yuppers. Can you do me a favor? Say something really stupid right now. Character. I have
2: been assassinated. I have been buried alive. But I'm alive.
7: Baskets! I love it! Um, here's one I just thought of off the top of my head. How many underage children have you had inappropriate relationships with?
5: Four, five, six, fifty...
7: <laughs> Damn, man, what's wrong with you? God, Is this camera on me? Um, there there are no. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't forget the
5: blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense.
7: Robert, what do you want to do
5: right now? Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. So do you really do all of this? They really are on chains. They really do have chains on their, on their wrists, and they can't get out.
7: Okay, um... Is there anything else you could say and do to make yourself look even worse than you do right now? I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all telling me with this
5: <laughs> I gave y'all 30 years of my hell. kids and I can't do it I need somebody to help me not have a big heart because my heart is so big people betray me and I keep forgiving them
7: and there you have it that's my interview with the one and only R. Kelly God help us all
0: hashtag butt cheeks. oh no R. Kelly boner that's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie news ticker until then have a good day and an ollie week
1: Ollie Smokin' Hot Toddcast promos. Take one.
0: All right, Ollie, just say, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast.
7: Show, podcast, station.
0: Okay. All right, Ollie, this time, just say, uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the smoking
7: Ollie Report.
0: No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time, just say, this is the Smokin' Hot podcast Biscuits. Damn it. Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least?
7: I'm outside, I see people. I see grass and trees and buildings.
0: I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd... Smoking Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! Who else have you opened up for?
3: Um, I hosted for Polly Shore oh, recently wow. in Chattanooga, so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, I'd say that was probably the biggest person I've ever opened for. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then April Richardson. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then in a couple weeks I'll be opening for Derek Sheen, oh, really? um, which is a good one. I'm pretty excited
0: about yeah. that. Yeah,
3: uh, but I'm getting there. You're getting I'm there. I'm working you're, on you're it. You're
0: working your way up. Yeah, and I mean that's that's huge. I feel like that's like the first major step if you're opening up for huge stars like that. I mean that. I mean that. That, without a doubt, is the first stepping stone into something great. Well,
3: and honestly, that that's another benefit for your local comedy club um, it, to support it as a comedian. Mm-hmm. I support the comedy catch because um, I get a lot of stage time there. Yeah. And so it opens up a lot of opportunities for me. And so even there's times when, you know, I haven't necessarily opened for those people, but mm-hmm. I get to show up there and just walk around and I get to help and meet people and right. network and, right. you know, hope that one day someone's going to see me and say, I'm taking her with me.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is happening. Yes. Yes, finally. My yeah. big break.
3: Her comedy's not gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, um, does your stand-up shows, do they have like a specific title? Or like do they have like a specific... Like a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Does it have like a specific topic? I mean, we talked about the topic, but does it have like names or anything like that? No,
3: but I have participated in a lot of different shows that have their own names. Mm -hmm. One that I um, work on with uh, another uh, comedian out of Chattanooga. Her name's Morgan Gray. Mm -hmm. Her and I do Promedy, which is adult prom plus comedy. Right. And so it's just kind of a branding thing. Right, right. Um, But I've done like Comedy Island, which was you know Survivor type. comedy competition and chat talk tonight is really fun in Chattanooga because it's um, like a live late night show yeah and that was really fun. I do a lot of characters on that. Mm-hmm. Um, improv versus stand-up is one that I do. And that one's really fun. It's yeah. got to be my favorite show that I do because it's um, stand-up goes up. And then the improv troupe does skits based on what they just saw.
2: Whoa. So
3: watching them have to take my,
2: my so wait, jokes. Your stuff. yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, and it's probably stuff that they don't want to talk about. Sure. But, you but know, yeah. that's, that's your subject. Again, <laughs> again
0: that's, it's up to them. Yep. They have to do They got to do what they yeah. got to do. Um, now I, you, you mentioned you were on 94Z this morning, mm-hmm. and I noticed you're on there a lot. Do, do you go on there quite a bit?
3: Anytime I can. Anytime mm-hmm. I'm either passing through mm-hmm. or if I have a show here, I'll, I'll try to come You know, early to do that. Last time I was in Knoxville, um, it was a Friday, and my show wasn't until like 8 o'clock at night, and I came here to be here at 6 o'clock in the morning, yeah, be on their show till 10, and then from 10 until 8 o'clock at night, yeah, it was like, well, what am I going to do now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know Knoxville. Yeah. You, know, you know what's around. And that's good because yeah. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. there's some
3: places I want to go to, and right. I'm really sad that the Philly pretzel factory in the Walmart is gone.
0: Yeah. I, I and it's I, so weird because I remember when it opened up, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great!" And then it was
3: really years, good. It was really good.
0: And then oh, a few years later, never mind. It's gone now. I'm not
3: gonna lie, I had a couple of date nights there. Really I mean, yeah, the, nice. The Philly Pretzel Factory in Walmart. Uh, yeah. I'm a classy. You're lady. a classy
0: lady. That's right. <laughs> Nothing screams classy more than the cheesy factory, cheesy pretzel place. Yeah, in Walmart. Bread
3: stuffed with cheese and meat. That's
0: just That's hot. All that was. That's just hot. That's what that yeah. is. I mean, that just spells <laughs> a good evening mm-hmm. right there. I love that. Um, let's see. So what can we expect next? What's your next big thing? Well,
3: um, so now that I'm stepping down to part-time, it opens up a lot of time for me to mm-hmm. explore comedy. So I actually am going to be going on tour a little bit. i just doing some short runs. I, in April, I'll be doing uh, Asheville, Charlotte, and Greensboro, Ooh. North Carolina. And then in May, I'm um, going up to Columbus, Ohio. So, currently trying to work on stuff up there. Mm-hmm. And then in June, uh, doing Alabama. Wow. Doing uh, Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, Auburn, and then Huntsville again. So, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to get out there. You're and, everywhere now. Yeah. Right?
0: yeah. And yeah. you reside mostly in Chattanooga now, yes. right? Mm-hmm.
3: So I have some shows that I produce there, um, and then I work with the Comedy Catch. Yes. Uh, and I also do some of the other local shows there. Uh, I'll be starting something in Nashville pretty soon. Wow. So I'm just kind of putting my...
0: You're just getting it out putting
3: there. Putting myself out there. The feelers there.
0: are out there. Yeah. That's right, and the tentacles going they can everywhere. take That's it if right. they want it. Exactly.
3: I hope they do. And they will take it. <laughs> they
0: will take it. It'll, it may take time, but they'll get there. Smoking hot,
1: time test
0: Cohen's been singing like a canary. He'll be the first punished for his insolence. Manafort 2 and R. Kelly. Doesn't he realize all you have to do is just look straight in the camera and say fake news, and everyone who believe him? God, he's so dumb.
5: Donnie, my boy. Come on in. Hi, Dad. I brought Eric along with me. Say hi, Eric. Penis. Now, now, Eric. We're in the White House, bud. Let's try to behave ourselves, okay? Green penis.
7: boy. Ah, it's so nice to have my boys back under the same roof. You know, we don't get to hang out enough. I know, but with my constant chatting with Russia, continuously running the Trump name into the ground, and Eric's playdates, we just don't get enough time to come by.
5: Yes. Oh, Yes. They're even better raw. That's right, bud. Well, Dad, we
7: have a gift for you. Oh, Donnie, did you bring me what I asked for? We sure did. May I present to you the second
1: Infinity Beam? (laughs) Oh, Donnie, it's beautiful.
7: Isn't she, though? It wasn't easy to get. We ran into Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You mean... Captain Marvel? Oh, yeah. Like, she's literally Captain Marvel. If this were like DC, she'd be Wonder Woman. Like, stepping out of character, she's gonna be one of the saviors of this country. Ollie, you're ruining the sketch! Sorry, sorry. Um, so we had to fight her, and it was horrific. She beat the living hell out of us. So our first attempt was a failure. Poor Eric got a pretty big bump on the head.
1: Ah, the French champagne. But then I came up with the perfect plan. What was that?
7: I dressed Eric up like me and planted him outside the warehouse where the beam was being held. She swooped right in and beat the ever-living shit out of him, didn't she,
5: buddy? Oh, what luck. There's a french fry stuck in my beard.
7: (coughs) Oh, yeah. So while she was doing that, I grabbed the beam and hauled
5: ass. Oh, I'm so proud of you, boys. You done real good. Real good! Thanks, Dad. Goblins. We're on our way, boys. We just
7: need four more. Just four more beams, and the infinity wall will be built, and humanity will pay.
1: <laughs> You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast with your host,
2: Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there
1: for you. Uh, well, it's actually hot toddy.
7: Oh, well, pardon me,
2: Mr.
5: Perfect!
0: Well, that's all the main questions I have, but now I'm going. I'm moving on to a set of questions that I've been asking everybody that oh. I interview er, anymore. Have you, if you, I'm sure you've watched Inside the Actor's Studio yes. with James Lipton. He has a set of ten questions that he likes to ask every all of his guests, mm-hmm. and now... I've always found them very interesting. I, I used to do them on Star Two Point One. I do them on this show with my other people on, on this show. And now when I interview people, I ask them as well. So we're going to go through a few of them. Hot toddy's so, top
3: ten. That's right. That's okay. what, exactly
0: what it is. So we're just going to run through some of them. Okay. Starting with this. And what's your favorite word?
3: Oh, A butthole. <laughs>
0: my butthole.
3: I don't know, but I say it all the time, <laughs> and every time I hear it, it makes me laugh, every time I say it, it makes me laugh, <laughs> uh, and I say it a lot. Yeah, so, yeah. But butthole.
0: I, I'm down with that. All right, what's your least favorite word?
3: Oh, um, probably beefy.
0: Beefy. Yeah. It
3: just it, it it. Every time I hear beefy, it just mm-hmm. it does not sound good. To it's just me.
0: as creepy as it sounds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you can
3: apply it to a lot of things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that they could go for. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
3: Um, intellectual conversation. Yeah. I um I am attracted to minds. I like to talk to people who, um, can delve into conversation and mm-hmm. and they're not you know just one answer one line answers yes. and like they you know give it back and forth and it really just kind of gets my my gears turning uh-huh. and a lot of times uh Uh, Depression also fuels me.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, I know that all that too well as well. Yeah,
3: depression and anxiety. Anyone who listens to this
0: show, they know that that fuels me as well. Yes. In big ways.
3: Yeah, but just intellectual conversation. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. And uh, by the way, this is a podcast. uh, There are no FCC regulations. So you can say anything you want. And that's why we're leading into this next one. What's your favorite curse word?
3: Oh. I mean, I'm going to have to go with one of the classics. It would yeah. be fuck.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. is a
3: good one because you can use it like, I mean, you know, it's a noun. It's mm-hmm. a verb. It's, it is. An, yeah, adverb. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever with it.
0: And it's positive and negative and whatever you want it to be. Yeah.
3: It's fucking awesome. <laughs> exactly. Or that's fucking terrible. Yeah. Or yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I've yeah. said that one a lot. And it really <laughs> just kind of drives home the point. Yeah, Of whatever you're trying to express. Mm-hmm. Fuck gives it a good, yeah.
0: It really does. Yeah. It just set the mood, does it not? It does. Yeah. What sound or noise do you like? Love.
3: Sound or noise that I love. I love when I hear my dog whimpering in her sleep, mm. like she's having a little dream, and she's like, yeah, and I can see her like her lips fly up, yeah. and she starts running. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's a
0: good one. What sound or noise do you hate?
3: Uh, I hate the sound of children screaming.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, I it's just so funny that you mentioned that because when I woke up this morning. I'm one of those people, the first thing I do is I start going through social media. Yes. And I went to Facebook, and somebody posted a video of their nightmare seven-hour flight where a kid started screaming and would not stop screaming for seven hours. Uh,
3: That would... I I might hurt somebody. Like, I don't... What do you do? Yeah. What do you do?
0: Exactly. You know?
3: Like... I mean, I know children are unreasonable, but like, can you hand them chloroform? Can you, <laughs> you know, maybe they give them peanuts and hope they have an allergy? <laughs> or something because, I mean, I work in retail and when yeah. I hear screaming children, I'm yeah. just like, oh and God, I- take them away. Mm. Put Them away,
0: yes, please. Why'd you bring them in the yes. first place? Yeah, and that video after it was over, I said, if that's not a PSA for birth control, I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, oh, yeah, or maybe even full on abstinence. Yeah, it's whatever. There's
3: blocked up, there's <laughs> get
0: you a dog and have a nice day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, and here's a good one what profession, other than the one that you currently have, would you like to attempt?
3: If I couldn't do stand up comedy, um. I would, I'm probably marketing, mm. some kind of like marketing and promotions. I don't like to say that I'm a salesperson, but I'm good at it. Yeah. I'm really good at it. Because that's what you
0: essentially did at, the, at Side Splitter's Yes. Was you got the talent in oh, there. Oh yeah. You promoted the store. Yeah, yeah. And I had to
3: sell the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. So um, probably, I mean, just cause I know that's where I would succeed.
0: Right. What profession would you not like to do?
3: Uh, I would not want to work in fast food.
0: Yeah, let me tell you, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not fun.
3: No, I can't. Yeah. I can't.
0: Did it for two, three years when I was in college, and I'll never do it again. That was a learning experience. That's yeah. why you're getting this education.
3: Or I'm thinking even maybe just like teaching children.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. That
3: would be awful, too, because that would combine my least favorite noise.
0: Uh, right. Yeah. But I'm
3: sure there's more like fulfilling moments as a teacher Than a fast food
0: worker. (laughs) Okay, yeah, right. Yeah.
3: So I guess I'd have to go for fulfillment. Yeah. So I would say fast food. I don't want to work in fast food.
0: Education runs through my family because I got people that work in it. And so, you know, they have that motivation to do it. But then I just look at it and I'm like, I can never fucking do this ever. And I never want to fucking do it. Never. Mm -mm. That's the negative fuck right there. Yeah. I would (laughs) never fucking do that ever. (laughs) And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you enter the pearly gates?
3: You are one funny fucking broad. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That's exactly
0: what he needs. He needs to say that to everybody. Not even if it doesn't matter if they're man or woman, he just needs to say that period. Yeah. It would make everybody happy. That
3: would make me so happy.
0: Absolutely. Well, Bridget, thank you so much for stopping by with us today. I've had a blast. and I know our listeners have as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. We've been talking to the very talented, the very funny Bridget Martin
1: right here on the Smoking Hot Podcast. Yeah. Orson Welles smoking hot podcast promos. Take one.
0: Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, "Hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast."
1: Ah, the French
0: champagne. No, 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 no. Hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, "This is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast." Okay, go again.
5: Yes. No. Yes. They're even better raw. Cut. Alright, d- do it again. Alright, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an
2: hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money.
0: The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Wells. Ah! So here's a question that I've had, and it's a question that's really bothered me since I was a kid, because we really don't have an answer for it, and I, it just bothers me because it's it's a song that we have sang for generations, but I'd, I'd, we don't seem to get any answers, and, and here's the question, why is it that we don't care that Jimmy cracked corn? Wh- why even sing about it? See, that's the thing, it's like, I feel like we really do care, because why would we sing about it if we didn't, you know? It's like, Jimmy cracked corn, but I do not care. I do not even care. He can crack corn if he wants. And what the fuck does Crack Corn even mean? I'm I'm not even sold on that yet. I don't understand what, what that is. I'm just so confused by the whole thing. So Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care. Well, clearly you do because you're talking about it. But I don't know. Maybe he really does not And he's just proud of the fact that he doesn't care. I don't know. It just boggles the mind and it bothers me. And if Jimmy Crack Corn was a real-life situation, I believe this is how it would play out.
6: My Randa, my Randa, you're never going to believe what
4: happened. What? What is it? It's Jimmy. What about Jimmy? He... He cracked corn. What? Jimmy cracked corn. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't really care. What? How could you not care? Well, I mean, it's not really a crisis. It's corn. Not to mention... I have no idea what the hell you're talking about.
6: Okay, you know Jimmy, right? Yeah. He took corn. Okay. Then he cracked it.
4: And, bitch?
6: <gasps> what do I have to do to get you to understand why this is such a big deal?
4: How about explain to me what the fuck cracking corn means? Well, I, I don't know. I'm sorry? I don't really know what it means. I just I just heard that he had done it. Is this real life? Well, it sounded important. My ass.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. I broke your heart,
0: mother.
4: It's Jimmy. Jimmy, are you all right?
0: Oh, hi, Mike. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. closer. I just cracked some corn.
5: (laughs) Good night. Oh.
6: Okay, now it makes sense.
4: Yeah, so cracking corn means getting drunk on moonshine. Get it?
6: Yeah, then they're right. I don't really care.
4: I could give two fucks. For real? Want to work some Chinese? Sure. Your treat. Balls.
1: You're listening to the Smokey Hut Podcast.
0: And another episode of the Smoking Hot podcast in the books, and wasn't Bridget Martin a delight? She is so talented and funny, smart. I mean, she's the whole package. She's absolutely awesome. Go check her out at one of her dates because you won't be sorry. She is a big, big talent. And it's like I said, these uh, there were facts about her that I knew at one point and have forgotten. I forgot that she was the manager. She was in charge of the Side Splitters Comedy Club here in Knoxville. If you live in Knoxville, you probably remember it. But if you don't, it was a great comedy club brought in so much talent so it really is awesome to see someone like her going above and beyond and creating her own career in the comedy world she's got all the talent for it and I know you agree with me so huge thanks to Bridget Martin for sitting down with us this week we had a blast and how about Ollie interviewing R. Kelly huh yeah that's the way the interview probably should have gone just saying well it's been another great episode we've got another brand new episode coming your way next week so make sure you be ready for it and in the meantime you can follow me on all social media that's at Smoking Hot Toddy on Facebook and Twitter. Toddy comma Hot on Instagram. Hot Toddy seventy five on Snapchat. Make sure you follow Hot Toddy Tube on YouTube for some great clips from the Smoking Hot podcast Smells like '90s rock, the Ollie Report, and so on. Uh, the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud. The Smoking Hot Toddcast page on iTunes and the Smoking Hot podcast page on Soundcloud. Of course, that's where you can find all the episodes of the Smoking Hot podcast You can also follow some of the gang of the Smoking Hot podcast on social media. We'll start with Twitter. Miss Pingrino at Pengrino She Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at the Miranda Joe on Instagram. Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Joe. And make sure you follow our special guest Bridget Martin on Instagram at Robot Penny. It's all one word: R O B O T P E N I I. You can keep up with all of her shenanigans and her dates as well. Now we're gonna wrap up this week with a song that I just came across a couple of weeks ago. I did not even know this existed. It's a remix of two very popular songs from two completely different eras, but it works so great. It came out in 2017, did not know it existed. It's another one of those that I, I came late to the game for, but it was it is so good, and if you haven't heard it, I want to share it with you. It is a remixed version, a combination of the hit Earth, Wind, and Fire song, September with Post Malone's... Congratulations. So, until next week. This is Post Malone saying.
5: My Mama calls, see on TV, so say shit don't try. since we was on our dreamed it all. Ever since I was on that set I was i Someone to call, back, yeah. But right now I got a situation uh, Never old been Ben Franklin yeah. Big rings, champagne. champagne My life is like a ball game, ball game. But instead I'm in a trap, though trap Possibly call it Super Bowl Super Bowl That's <laughs>